This is the Eastside Liquor Halftime Podcast. Oh, intermission. No, it's halftime. Stop by 9390 Rogers Avenue for the best liquor, beer, and wine deals in the River Valley. Arkansas wins a national championship! Check out Eastside Liquor on Facebook for weekly specials. Say goodbye! Darren McFadden, 80 yards, touchdown! David Bowie, thumbs up, thumbs down, AT. What do you think? So two things. One, if it has the Phil Elson stamp of approval, then it has the Aaron Torres stamp of approval. Let's get that thing clear. Two, I guess you've never heard me do this spiel, Phil. I, I don't – I've been judged. I've been mocked. <laughs> I don't really listen to music. I don't, I, I'm not like a huge music person. Now, when I was a kid, you know, top 40, whatever, I certainly had some interest. But, you know, as I've gotten older, when I get into a car – I either turn on sports talk radio or a podcast or even not always sports, you know, just stuff that interests me. And so I'm not like a huge music head. And so on Fox Sports Radio, they always make fun of me. They're like, what do you mean you don't like music? And I'm like, not that I don't like music. I just, if if it's come out in like the last probably 10 to 12 years, I just haven't heard it. I know David Bowie isn't, you know, maybe he's done new stuff, but I know that, you know, the prime of his career was not 2012 to 2024. But I just bring it up and say I'm not a huge music guy, and I've been mocked mercilessly for it uh, on the National Fox Sports Radio airwaves. Well, uh, he died, I think, eight years ago, so there won't be much there won't be much new coming out from David Bowie for okay. uh, okay. Well, you know, AI technology these days—you never know. Good point. That's a very good point. You've got a like-minded person on ESPN Radio with Hambone, who's on Greeny. I heard him talking about this once. He he described it the same way that you did about what he'll do when he gets in a car. Except he said, "Yeah." So, what do you listen to? He said, "Nonfiction." That's exactly what you're talking about. Oh, the sports radio talk radio—that's the nonfiction version of what we might be listening to with. With music, I guess. Well, I think that's exactly what it is, and, and yeah, like, and, and trust me, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I mean, and I still, I like it, but like, you know, all these people are like, oh, the music speaks to me, and like, you know, I've always, I've said this for years now. They have that big Coachella music festival uh, about an hour from where I live, and I've literally said there is nothing that interests me less than going to a hot desert with a bunch of people I don't know. And I'm just, like, I just, it's just like, I can't imagine anything I would want to do less than going to a music festival. But even, like, you know, I've been offered, like, free tickets. Oh, hey, this, like, 5,000-seat venue, this so-and-so is coming in. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And I was like, I'm I'm not interested. I have no interest in that at all. So, you know, not to get too, too far down the road on music, but just not a ton of interest for my part. That's all right. It says, hey, that's why you got all the takes on college basketball and college football and everything going on exactly. in the world of sports. That's exactly right. I could probably take it. I got nothing else going on. Exactly. <laughs> so we talked about this a little bit, and the idea of now we know we've got a 12-team playoff, and it looks like oh my we, God, we're not yes, even yes. interested in keeping it at 12 teams. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. And, I, and it, 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 I, anytime, anytime anybody, anybody says about access to the championship or, you know, trying to uh, give more teams a chance. It, it, it's, it, to me, it just always now comes across about money and nothing else. And it ends up getting to the point where you're going to have, it's basically going to be a two-team playoff or two-league playoff, SEC Big Ten. So, I mean, what are we doing with the other conferences? Why are they even around right now? A hundred percent. And I forget, I know, Phil, I know you asked Greg, I forget if Matt was with you, but I know about a year ago or two years ago, you asked Greg Sankey because he kind of made some offhand comments about the NCAA tournament, and I remember you guys asking him about it. Um, yeah, like, listen, I, I said this the other day in an interview. I actually talked about this on my show today. Um, 
listen, I, I don't want to oversell, you know, there's real issues in the world right now, uh, like 14 teams versus 12 teams, whatever. But it is, like, I, I like it literally when I was reading this report made my skin crawl because it's like, you know, we're in a situation where we haven't even played a 12-team playoff yet, okay? So that's one. Two, I've said this many times. There are things that I don't like, but I at least accept the logic behind them makes sense. I can't think of a great example right now. But the argument that there are somehow teams in the 12-team playoff that are being left out is so ridiculous. You know, and, and you go, and somebody brought it up this week, is that you go to just this past year. If we had a 14-team playoff, you know who would have been team number 14? The LSU Tigers. You know who hated watching the LSU Tigers last year? LSU fans hated watching the LSU Tigers (laughs) and demanded that they change the entire coaching staff. And that is the team that we are leaving out of a a 12. Like, I think I do think 12 is the right number, especially with these expanded power conferences. Um, And I think when you're talking about 12, it's exactly what you said, Phil. Even if we have five auto bids in a 5-7 format, we're talking about a scenario where minimum three and probably four SEC teams are getting in every year. And I am just here to say, and I know that the the larger the the, the playoff expands, the more it helps a school like Arkansas. But I am here to tell you, I think even the biggest SEC homer would acknowledge there has never been a time in the history of this conference that when we're talking about the fourth or fifth best team in this league, that they're good enough to win a national championship. Just take Ole Miss. Ole Miss was the definitive third best team in this league last year and got destroyed by Alabama and got destroyed by Georgia. Granted, they were both road games, but you get the point. So is it going to, we're eventually going to expand, but can we get one 12 team playoff in before we just assume that the system needs more tweaking? It is unbelievable. Like I said, it makes my skin crawl. And like you said, Phil, it is such a blatant money grab. And I think lastly too, and I know I'm going long, but lastly, it is going to hurt the regular season in college football. There is a point of demarcation where you can have too too much access and it does diminish the regular season and it does hurt what we love about college football. So I could go on and on. I think I did like an 18-minute rant about this on my show this morning. I was so fired up. But it's just like, it just it just drives me crazy. It really does. Hey, Aaron, the, uh, the SEC basketball regular season conference, there's five games left. You get Alabama and Tennessee. They're going to play on March 2nd. Uh, which one of these, who, who's holding the SEC regular season title, uh, Alabama or Tennessee, after these five games? Guys, I'll tell you, I- I'm still blown away. Listen, I-, I know that last year, I think publicly, Nate Oates did not handle several things well. I think he's doing an incredible job with this team because I I look at Alabama and I don't think they are better at a single thing this year than they were last year. Like you look at last year, that was a team that looked like an SEC power conference champion on paper. Two first round picks, uh, the the number two pick in the draft who I hear is playing well. I don't watch a ton of regular season NBA, but I hear Brandon Miller is having a great deal of success. Um, You know, multiple other McDonald's All-Americans, whatever, I could go on and on. I bring it up because this year, they are not, they're not better in the backcourt. They are not a better three-point shooting team. They don't have more talent. They don't have more size. They don't have more athleticism. 
and they continue to find ways to win games. And so I think Nate Oates is doing as good of a coaching job as anyone in college basketball right now. But I also circle back to wrap, to, 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 to not wrap, but to, to get to the question that you asked, Matt, I still do think Tennessee is the best team. And, and they have moments including against Missouri the other day at Missouri where they looked a little bit bored. I still think they're the best team. I think the fact that Alabama is even in that conversation speaks to just how well Nate Oates is doing with this particular group. Can Carolina make a run in March? You know, they're a little offensively challenged at times, and then I don't know if you'd say they've been exposed at all by losing a couple of games recently, but you know their momentum's been slowed down a little bit. It's just you know a team you got to be able to score in March. Yeah. Uh, can their defense take them uh, as far as their fans would like them to go? It's a great question, Phil, and I struggle because you know they look so. I mean, listen, they, they beat Tennessee at Tennessee, and I just said I think Tennessee is the best team in this league. But I also do look at the history of this tournament, and it's exactly what you said: is to go on a real run. Now, you know, if they're a five seed, uh, can you go to? Uh, uh, can, can you win the opening round game? Of course, but to go on a real run, you do need to put the ball in the basket. And, and what ends up happening is a few things: is one. Just deeper you go, you're going to play not only better teams, but just different styles, different whatever. And at some point, somebody's either going to get hot or you're going to get dragged into a game that's more up and down and back and forth. But the other thing is, the reverse can happen too. And I think this is what happened, that this is what has happened with Virginia in the past in the tournament, which is obviously a notoriously kind of slow paced team, is that when you play so slow, there are so many fewer possessions that two things happen. One, if you fall down, it's basically impossible to come back. But even two, even if you're playing well, it's really hard to kind of open up a really, really big lead. And so, you know, there's still, as you guys referenced, two full weeks left in the regular season plus conference tournaments. So we still have a little bit more time to evaluate them, Phil. But I do still tend to think more great regular season story that really isn't built for a second weekend or beyond. And it doesn't take away from what they've done and, and everything they've accomplished. But I do worry about how they're built in that tournament, in the NCAA tournament. Hey, Aaron, a, a team I'm buying stock in, and, and it's and maybe a little different than South Carolina, but the Florida Gators, they're they're big, they're Probably. athletic, they can run up and down the court. To, I, I think that's a dark horse team that, that can make a run in the NCAA tournament. Matt, you and I are on the same page here, and I think they're the exact opposite of what I just said about South Carolina. They can play big, they can play small, they can play fast, they kind of can, they can control the boards. I, I'll, I'll get, you know, listen, I, I tend to do the thing where I get myself credit for everything and, and take no blame for anything, but I was watching them about three or four weeks ago. They played Georgia, they were up by like 20, blew a lead, and then ended up coming back and winning in overtime. And I tweeted out that day, I said, this team has top 25 talent in college basketball. Um, if this team, and they were like on the outside looking in at that point of the NCAA tournament picture, I said, if this team doesn't make the tournament, that's on the coaching staff. And, and, and I bring it up because that following week they went to Rupp Arena, and since then they're only losses, and they won at Rupp Arena, obviously, their only losses were to Texas A&M by one point and to Alabama in overtime in a game that they largely controlled. And so, Matt, I am totally with you. Is I think more and more, Seeding is, is less important. I mean, obviously, the better seed you have, historically, the, 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 the numbers say you'll, you'll, you know, you'll make a deeper run. But I just think they are built to win any, again, the opposite of South Carolina. I think they're built to win any style, big, small, fast, slow. They shoot the three ball well. They rebound the ball well. I actually really like them a lot, even though they did, they did end up losing that game at Alabama the other night. 
Hey, T, let's, uh, let's leave it there. We'll talk soon, okay? I appreciate your time as always. Enjoy the weekend. Sorry for going 20 minutes on the college football playoff and ruined the whole conversation, but I appreciate you guys. Thank you. The Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in downtown Hot Springs, Arkansas is the perfect destination for your next getaway. Join them for a romantic Valentine's Day getaway with a special dinner or romance package. Or if you're coming to town for live racing, they've got room for you every weekend, including Martin Luther King Day weekend and President's Day weekend. Experience all the luxury and hospitality of a Grand Southern Hotel. The accommodations are sure to please everyone. Visit ArlingtonHotel.com for more details. That's ArlingtonHotel.com. Hey, sports fans, don't let plumbing issues throw you off your game. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric is here to tackle those pesky drain blockages and ensure your water heater is always in MVP form. With Pascal's world-class service, you can count on a winning play every time. Whether it's a quick drain clear or a water heater touchdown, Pascal's got the expertise to keep your home running smoothly. Stay in the game and leave the plumbing to the pros. Schedule your service online anytime at gopascal.com. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. James, happy Friday, and how are you today? I'm doing good. We're out here on the water at Bull Shoals, so we're kind of getting away from the rat race a little bit of legal world, so nice, nice break. Are they biting yet? So we've got three. We've got two browns and a rainbow. We just got out here a little bit ago, so we're just kind of just getting started. Outstanding. So you stepped away from, from paradise just to uh, talk a little baseball <laughs> with us for a moment. We appreciate exactly. that. Yeah. Um, good job on the first pitch on Saturday. Uh, looked like a strike. That must have been fun, especially with Bobby Wernis, your uh, former roommate, doing the catching. Yeah, I was giving him a hard time beforehand about spiking it or this or that. It may have been a little high. I don't think it was quite a strike, but I had to take the spike out of the was the big thing. You weren't able to stay at the game too long. Uh, now, that was the game that they went 15-5, so I mean, it got a little bit closer in like the sixth inning, and then they opened it up and, and went in a run rule, but how long were you able to stay? Because I know you had the whole family there, which means little kids. Yeah, so nap time hit about the third inning, and it was not one that we could salvage, so we ended up uh, taking, off, taking off about then, but yeah, it was, I mean, it was good to be back in the park, see Hagen, everyone, you know, kind of just back doing their thing. Outstanding. Um, you ever been to Globe Life Field, where Arkansas is playing this weekend? I don't recall. I, I may have been once a long time ago, but we you know we bounce around to so many different places. Honestly, it's it hard to keep track. Well, this is this is a newer park. This opened when I think it was twenty twenty. So probably this. I don't think you have. Yeah, you have, uh, prob- yeah probably not then. Um, bigger ballpark. This is a huge field. It's 407 feet to straightaway center. It's 410 just to the left and right of straightaway center. You know, more than anything, it's the bigness of the ballpark and not just the stands, but the outfield. That's a difference uh, between um, this major league park and just about any park Arkansas plays in, with the exception of, uh, of the Schwab, of, uh, of Charles Schwab Field. That's a huge outfield, too. Yeah, I mean, when you're pitching, you love going to these big fields, of course. You give up balls that, you know, in some games would take you out of the game because it's two or three on home run, and it's a routine pop fly. So, as a pitcher, I'm never complaining about a big outfield. What did you, um, do you just kind of throw away uh, Hagen's start on Friday? Um, that That's the way that I think everybody would like to look at it, because... You know, uh, you just would expect he's a lot better uh, coming in. It was cold and and everything. So we've got all the the reasons, or some might call them excuses, but there isn't anywhere to go but up for Hagen, and he's just facing a really good team today. 
Yeah, I think you got to find your game speed is really for Hagen. You know, you, you really can't replicate the the speed of the game, your mechanics. I think he got a little sped up. I think he may have been overthrown a little bit, but he'll find that rhythm. I mean, it's not as though the stuff wasn't there. I think it's just kind of ironing it out and finding that game speed. Because you can throw bullpens, you can do scrimmages, you can do that for months on end, but things are just different in the game. And when things get a little bit different from a mechanical standpoint, that's when you can get off and not really know how to fix it on the spot. Yeah, that's when it that's when it helps to get a visit from the pitching coach. But at that point, you know they you, they're going to have to let you fi- figure it out for yourself. And you know, I wonder about the, all the time that you put into uh, fundamentals, not just of pitching, but of the game. Those small things, you know, how to turn the bases properly, how to you know the communication on cutoffs or when to let a ball go through. You know, you practice all of those to be ready for the game, but. You know, there it doesn't always it doesn't always equate being ready for it early. It just sometimes it feels like the season like crept up on you. They'll they'll say, "Oh, we're ready." You know, we want to face somebody that's wearing a different uniform. But then the game happens, and it's like, "All right, well, you know, practice is one thing, but putting it into practice in a game sometimes it feels like it might have come on you a little fast." Yeah, I think that's you know the beauty of the sport, though, compared to something like football, where you don't have that many games, as you have you know, thankfully a period to kind of iron some of those things out. And so, you know, those guys are going to be fine. You know, the starters are good enough to figure it out. I think it's just going to be a matter of, you know, finding that game timing, finding a way to control those nerves and just executing as we know that they all can. Yeah, and also the idea that, I mean, look, they didn't play a very good game on Sunday and lose, but bounce back on Monday and and win the series with a really well-played game and well-pitched game. But, you know, when you're a baseball player and you're highly ranked and you get upset on your own field by an opponent that's coming out of conference and doesn't have a big name, you know, there's a reaction from the outside that's like, oh, my gosh, what just happened? This is a huge upset. But I didn't see anybody, um, you know, wearing the uniform worry about that too much. And it, it was shown to me the next day by how well they played the day after. Yeah, and I think it's hard to beat anybody four times in a row, frankly. I mean, whether you're way outmatched or, or how it goes. And we see that in regionals all the time. Teams come in and they get beat by lesser teams, but then they bounce back and they end up winning the regional. So, you know, beating the same team, I, th- I thought that team was pretty good from watching them. I thought they had some pretty good arms. They battled well to play. So I think really to beat anybody four times is tough. And I don't think we played our, our best baseball, but I think we showed enough where we could kind of see, okay, if we put the pieces together, this is a legit team. And that one loss isn't really going to change that. So thinking about some of the pitchers, like we talked about Smith, McIntyre, I think, was the most valuable pitcher of the weekend, maybe the most valuable player of the weekend. thought Brady looked good. Uh, Cody Frank looked really good. Uh, Molina had some moments. I want to ask you about Colin Fisher. Left-hander, freshman, pitched the Monday game. He's from Noble, Oklahoma. And, he, you know, he's not one of the names that I think we heard a lot about. You know, not necessarily one of those pitchers like, oh, my gosh, this kid actually made it to campus. But he's got an interesting mix. Three different pitches, maybe four. He can work both sides of the plate. He's got size for a freshman. He's a lefty. He threw a lot of strikes. And, you know, I think all things being equal, I was probably most impressed with him this last weekend. Yeah, and you really need those guys who can come in who are, have a mix, who maybe aren't the flamethrowers or maybe not the can't believe this guy got to campus, but reliable arms, especially young arms where you're like, well, we know what we've got here, but we're going to need a couple bonus arms to make a run really in any team. And, yeah, I was really impressed by him, you know, just his composure, his stuff, and his ability to come in, you know, from day one and really compete. 
What do you think we can see here this weekend? I think if you beat Oregon State, you can definitely be three and zero this weekend. It's just, it's it's just getting past Oregon State is going to be a chore. This is this is the best game in college baseball of the entire weekend. I mean nationally, and I think the scouts will be drooling over it. Fans are going to get a treat tonight. Yeah, I don't know who's starting for Oregon State. I didn't see who their starter was. But I think if Hagan shows, you know, 70, 80% of what he's got and he goes out there and competes and he's able to, you know, attack the zone, you know, I don't think that this lineup, I think he can still outmatch this lineup. And then, you know, we saw bits and pieces from the offense all throughout the weekend. They can bust it open at any time. But, yeah, I mean, this is why you play for these big moments and big parts to be able to go out and compete against, you know, some of the best players in the country and ultimately show that, you know, you're better than those guys. And that's why you came to Arkansas and came to this program. And we think about Oregon State and, of course, the rematch from the 2018 College World Series Finals. But, I mean, Arkansas really has a lot more history with Oklahoma State, the team that they'll play on Saturday night. You know, it beat them last year. I think it was 18-1 to in this ballpark. Beat them in their own regional the year before. And, hey... That 2015 Stillwater Regional, that's a part of the, That's a team you were a part of. That was that was the first step of of getting to Omaha in 2015. And boy, you guys really stunned the Cowboys in that weekend. Yeah, they had a lefty who was an All American who was really really good that we that we beat the first time, and we came back and beat him again. But with Oklahoma State, those games are always chippy. I don't know why, but everyone likes to chirp a little bit. I don't know what it is about playing Oklahoma State, and we kind of saw that with Rock Regio, and we saw that with all the offense and all the, you know, the chirping back and forth in that region, I think it was two years ago, so that matchup is always, you know, must-see TV, just kind of based on the history and how those teams compete. I don't know if you've seen their new ballpark, which is really nice in Stillwater, O'Brate Stadium. Now, I remember the old place, and you do too, Allie P. Reynolds Stadium. Allie Reynolds, a former Yankee pitcher, must have been turning over in his grave if he would have known what that stadium looked like. That place was a yeah, hole in the ground, and it was wet. You remember how wet it was that weekend? You could Like the yeah, ball would land and not move. Yeah, it was no good. And the, and the bullpen in the outfield, it was right on the, on the outside. There was no way to see the game, so we were all standing on chairs just trying to watch what's going on. Our, our, our walkie-talkie systems were down, and so it was pretty chaotic trying to figure out who's getting hot, who's coming in. We can't watch the game. We're standing on chairs out here in the mud. That was chaos, you know, especially in a regional setting. But yeah, I haven't been to their new park, but everything I've heard about it, it's really nice. And I'm glad they got it because it's a really good good program. Yeah, it's a great program, and they needed they needed that new thing too. Uh, so how do you take games in this weekend, James? You're a guy that likes to watch, but people have to pay 30 bucks and uh, not even know if the connection's going to hold with Flow Sports. I keep telling them radio is free. If you can't make it to the ballpark, radio always works. So how do you take in Arkansas baseball this weekend? Yeah, I think you get a couple buddies together. You you know get some pizza, get some drinks. You guys split it up, and you just try to stream it. If it doesn't work out, you watch something else. You know, like you said, turn it on the radio. But the the streaming is weird because you never know. You know, can I get the game here? There's so many streaming services now. It's like you got to have 15 different subscriptions just to watch a single game. Uh, but we're definitely going to be streaming it here and watching a little bit later this afternoon. Uh, you know, cause, I mean, like you said, it's must-see TV with Arkansas, Oregon State. Hi, everybody. This is Chris George from Joshua Sign Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas gifts, weddings, heirloom family treasures. And at Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we only have one sale every year, and it's right now. Every single item in our store is value priced for Christmas. We do custom one-of-a-kind jewelry. If that's what you're looking for, come see us. You can get anything fixed for a Christmas gift. Selection, quality, service, and Christmas red tag prices. 
is now through Christmas at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. You're listening to the Eastside Liquor Halftime Podcast. Dry January is over. Check out the new Valentine's Day specials like liquor-filled chocolates. They have Jack Daniels Store Pick Barrel and Willet Bourbon and Rye as well. Come by Eastside Liquor at 9390 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith. Now back to the podcast. Tough one for the women's team last night, Matt. Really tough. They uh, were up 30-20 to 20 at the end of the second quarter. And then AM scores 53 points in the second half. AM scored less than 50 in a loss against uh, Vanderbilt recently. So they just they, they just couldn't miss. They had eight three-pointers, a team that averages about four per game. And uh, I hate to use the term must win for a lot of cases, but that one felt like a must win for Arkansas to really have a good shot at an NCAA tournament. But not to say that they can't make it there without that win last night, but it, it would have gone a long way, that's for sure. Yeah, it's a heartbreaker. Uh, being up 14 and, and taking the L, that's uh, – I wonder, you know, if players today, if if – you don't you don't ever want to lose obviously but you know if you get beat by 21 and you never lead the entire game or do you want to be up 14 at halftime and then lose it's it's kind of a heartbreaker <laughs> take your choices right would you rather lose in a baseball game that you are leading going into the ninth inning or would you rather just get crushed like that's the thing you wouldn't sit around you wouldn't sit around when you're down 13 nothing uh, you know, obviously, if you're broadcasting the game, you don't have a choice. I guess I'd rather call an interesting game. Last night was an interesting game. It, it's, it's not very fun like uh, the Tennessee game, two games prior, where Tennessee got, I think it was 13 nothing, and that pretty much was the story of the game. So at least in a broadcaster's sense, I'd like, I'd like some drama. But... That that was that was a tough one to be a part of for them last oh, night. Did you say they had four games left? The Ladybacks, they There's three left after that last. So night. they need to go two and one before the SEC tournament. Can yeah. they do that? I think they can, but they'll need to win at Ole Miss. Oh, look, nobody's beating South Carolina. <laughs> oh, we got South Carolina left on the schedule. South Carolina coming up Thursday at Bud Walton Arena. Nobody's beating South Carolina. You could play your best game, and it and it usually is not enough. But you know, miracles can happen. But you can beat you can beat Vanderbilt. I think you can beat Ole Miss on the road, um, as long as there aren't. Look, and I think that there are ebbs and flows in every game. It's tough to keep momentum up for an entire forty minutes. It's just that that's kind of been a calling card for uh, for the women's basketball team this year is real fluctuations in performance within the game quarter to quarter five minute by five minute you know they played an incredible second quarter I know that there are halftime adjustments and things like that but it just was it, it was a rough second half last night but they still look and I don't think if you finish seven and nine in the SEC and win two games in Greenville that's not a Enough. I've, I've, I've always said, and I think that there's evidence of this, a little run, a little run in the in the conference tournament usually is not enough to get you over the top. you got to win that conference tournament. Otherwise, just playing well and winning two games is, is not enough. 
I think there was a year that Arkansas did that. Yeah, went all the way to the championship game, lost to Mississippi State, but didn't get a bid, ended up with, uh, with an NIT bid. So I think you make, your, you make your case, you make your resume in the regular season. Um, and I don't blame the committee for sort of just like, all right, you got this conference tournament thing, whatever. We'll give an at-large bid. We'll give a bid to the team that wins the thing. We'll leave it at that. For the men, you know, you get some people that are trying to – look at the idea that if you keep winning and you keep playing as well as you do and you need to win these next two, maybe you can make a run in Nashville, but I couldn't see it if you're playing the first day. You know, if you've got to play on a, on a, on a Wednesday and then play Thursday, Friday, Saturday, it's going to be awfully tough to do. You get out of that first round, I think it's doable. Um, in order for that to happen, you're going to need to win these next two games and then probably pull off an upset somewhere. Yeah, then you want to stay away from Kentucky, Florida, South Carolina, Tennessee, Alabama. Stay stay away from those teams when you get there. Because uh, you do have them on the schedule, unfortunately. I was going to say, the, the best case scenario, uh, there's five games left. If, if we can win our, win our home games, you know, if we could win two of, these, two of these next five and then win one in the SEC tournament, I think that's maybe we could win three regular season games left. I, it's, it's, it's going to be tough. 877-377-6963. Calls and texts on the McClarty Daniel hotline. Eduardo is here with us first. Eduardo, what is new these days, and why are you not here in in uh, in Arlington? I'd love to be there. I know what you're smelling, because I'm starting to smell it. You know what is the mojo? The baseball, what I call baseball hug mojo. And I hope it's on full display tonight. Down in Texas against the Beavers. Let me say this. You know what? A, does it get any better for baseball? Let me tell you, two premier programs in the country, two heavyweights going head to head. And what a way to get the hot train rolling. A big win tonight at Texas when we beat the Beavers against the old. Now, there's the Beavers are one thing, Eddie. The Beavers are one thing, and that dra- that drums up some pretty bad memories for Razorback fans. But when you talk about memories that you want to remember, you got to turn that radio down too. When you talk about memories you want to remember, playing Oklahoma State, I think it would be at the top of the list. So the Beavers had the last laugh against Arkansas, but when you look at the postseason and even last year in the regular season, the Hogs have had the last laugh on the Cowboys for quite a while now. That's exactly right. When you talk about, you know, the series against the big for the world for the world title, the World Series title, you know, in 2018, it's hard to take. That's as close to winning a national championship in any sport, sir. I mean, I, I mean, it's still painful today, but I mean, we should have beat the Beavers. About you know, somebody's got to lose. That's why you play another day, and I just wait patiently for Coach Ben Horn. And the baseball hot train to bring the title back to Bomb Stadium. Let me say this. This will go a long way for confidence. Uh, you talk about we got some young pitchers. We got some young hitters. And what a way to get the hot train rolling this season tonight. And what is the mojo one more time? It's our pitching. It's our defense. It's turnover free and get them bats hot. And serve the Beavers. If you do that tonight, you're going to be one of the premier teams in the country and get this steam rolling. 
So blow the whistle. Let's beat the Beavers tonight. I hope it happens, Eduardo. It's always good to hear from you. Thank you for listening to our show. Did I hear Eddie drop a turnover in there for baseball? Did, did I hear turnovers? You got to not turn the ball over in this sport here? Unforced errors. I was just kind of, I thought I heard turnovers. Which you could say that about any sport. If you don't even know what the matchup is and you say, well, whoever wins the turnover battle is going to win the game. You're probably right. You're probably right. In basketball, in football, whoever wins the turnover battle is probably going to win. Um, nobody's ever won a turnover battle in baseball. I don't think it's ever happened before. This could be a new, this could be a brand new strategy on this sport, Matt. Don't turn the ball over, which means, remember in baseball, who actually has possession of the ball? It's the team in the field. The, the team at the plate is trying to hit that ball as far as they can away from them. So it's completely opposite to the, all these other sports. So in that case, if you're not going to turn the ball over, you're just going to be in the field the entire game. It's a whole reverse strategy, Matt. I'm glad we figured this out. I like it. I like it. As far as this basketball team feel, they can they can go win-win right here, uh, and that, that would be three in a row. Then you go at Kentucky, that LSU game. Remember, we didn't guard Baker. They had That dude hit like three out of four threes in, the, in a six-minute span. Uh, then you finish with Alabama. I, I think the best-case scenario is three. I, I, out of these five games, you, you can win these next two, and I think we can. I mean, LSU's not. They have better athletes than us, but they they're not. I mean, they're nothing to write home about. You know, they're not necessarily a tournament team either. Uh, I, I know they just beat Kentucky at home and, and rush the court for beating the number seventeen team in the country. You know what? What, what are you going to do? Did you see, there was a court storming last night in Jonesboro for beating Troy and getting to five hundred. Um, we have too many court stormings. I'm sorry. And for those who are like, ah, let the students have their fun. We have too many court stormings. <laughs> we have way too many court stormings. Uh, we got updates on injuries from some of the guys who've been missing games. Must said last, yesterday, Matt, that Trevin Brazil will, without a doubt, play this season as long as there are any setbacks as, as long as there aren't any setbacks hey this is the game to bring him back if he's making it through practice and and, and like i said if you can get five minutes a half out of him these next this, this game and then the vanderbilt game i mean you you need your best athletes and and he is he's one of our best athletes if not the best the best athlete on this team i know he's our, our number one nba prospect and uh, you have uh, the, it just gives confidence. You know, when you go out on the court with better players, it, it, it should elevate everybody's game. So with Graham, a shoulder injury in the loss to Tennessee, Must said he didn't practice yesterday, might be able to practice today. So if I hear might practice today, doesn't sound like he'll be ready to go for Saturday. And with Manyfield day-to-day with a groin injury. You know those groin injuries, man. If, 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 if there's probably nothing that lingers longer uh, when you're an athlete than a groin injury. Would you say a hamstring might linger too, Matt? They're both. but the, You know, your lateral movement, your change of pace, those are those are both tough, tough movements uh, when you have a soft tissue like that. Phil, you get the two worst teams, the, the worst teams in the SEC coming into town. You want to get healthy, get confidence, go out there and play well. Uh, nothing's guaranteed in this league. We know that. But these are two These are two games. Arkansas should win these next two games. It starts with one. starts with Missouri. But you, we can be. We can very easily win these next two games. Well, it's certainly a way to you know build your confidence. Abso- absolutely. Regardless of who, the, who it is you're playing, if you're playing well and you're beating teams that are on the same court as you, you're going to feel pretty good. So 
you know, I mean, maybe and maybe you get a three game winning streak heading into this uh, into this going uh, back to Kentucky. It's going to be a really tough stretch at that point. It's at Kentucky, home LSU, at Alabama to finish the season. That Tennessee Alabama matchup to see who wins the title because I think that's who it's going to be one of those teams. They play uh, in a couple games, but Tennessee finishes with four ranked opponents. Uh, Kentucky has a couple tough ones there uh, as well, but can uh, I mean as far as Alabama, Alabama finishes with Arkansas though. Uh, I was going to look at the Tennessee schedule here. It's uh, A&M, Auburn, Bama, South Carolina, Kentucky, and and uh, the Alabama schedules: Kentucky, Mississippi, Tennessee, Florida, Arkansas. Yeah, no pushovers there for Tennessee. No That's doubt. what I, they finish. If they win the SEC title, they earn it. Phil, you're getting batting practice set up here for uh, for Oklahoma State. So you got this history with Oregon State. You got this history with Oklahoma State. You know who doesn't have any. Any history with Arkansas baseball? Michigan. None. These teams have never played before. I think the only teams that Arkansas has played from the Wolverine State are Central Michigan. I know. I, I remember. I remember calling a game. I think I was filling in for Chuck uh, when they played Central Michigan. Eastern Michigan. Did you play Eastern Michigan? Yep. They've played Eastern Michigan. They've played Central Michigan, but not Michigan or Michigan State. Who's Michigan's best baseball player, or who do you think of when you? Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter went to the University of Michigan. Did he go there? I mean, he was at least signed. I don't remember That's if he what, played there for a year or not. He was there. He's like connected to it. Okay, Michigan he's, Wolverine. Outside of that, I'm not exactly sure. Because we, you know, you can name a, a bevy of football players and an array of basketball players. I was wondering if uh, Michigan had any any names for the in the baseball world. Yeah, no, Jeter Jeter was committed to play at Michigan, but he didn't. He never did because he was the sixth overall pick out of high school. Uh, by the Yankees. He made the right decision. He's from Kalamazoo. Oh, he should have gone to college. Come on, man. Three years? Definitely. Go get your education. Never mind if you actually got to the big leagues just four years after you were drafted out of high school. Never mind getting 3,000 base hits or maybe being the greatest shortstop in Yankee history and winning four World Series. Should have gone to school and got that education. I know he's pretty smart anyway. Bet Online continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up-to-the-minute odds, stats, and trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting, contests, and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or mobile device. Head to Bet Online today to become part of the team. And remember to use the promo code BELIEVE. For your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. The game starts here. Hickey and Hole Law Partners are now here for you and all your legal needs in MENA and the Little Rock area. Hickey and Hole Law Partners specializing in divorce, custody cases, civil litigations, and more. Having over seven decades of combined experience to better serve you and the community you live in. Please visit KevinHickeyLaw.com or call us at 479-434-2414 for a consultation or come by an office nearest you. Things are about to get better. Neil, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, is the is the weather there in Arlington? Is it beautiful? It is here today. Man, they closed the roof, so the weather doesn't really matter. Yeah, Aww. it's gorgeous here right now. But when I showed up at Globe Life Field this morning, the roof was open. You could have actually gone on the field and, and tried to tan. Nobody would have chased you off the field because <laughs> I was the only person here. But then I started to hear the squeaks. They closed the roof. Aww. I don't think we're going to be playing in the elements today, unfortunately. 
No, well, well, there's always the next time. But yeah, there's I, next time. They'll uh, never ex- keep that thing open. Exciting environment down there. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about uh, watching tonight's game myself. So uh, just for the entertainment value of it, it, it's, it's, it looks like it's the marquee game of the day. Uh, uh, two top ten matchups, so it's nice to get in something like that this early in the season. Absolutely, I, th- I think this is the best. Uh, this is the best game in college baseball, not just tonight, but for the entire weekend. Um, okay. So I, I mentioned at the start of the of the segment how Bet Sarazen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Every single month, when the uh, the numbers come out from the state gambling board, we're just we're shown evidence that Bet Sarazen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Oh yeah, and and the numbers uh, they they just published them again uh, uh, this morning for January, and and we're right there where we were. We're sitting about sixty percent of all of the online sports bets are made on Bet Saracen, and and that's very humbling, and um, and and it, it, it's great that we have the response for that. And and again, it, it's while we do this because uh, uh, our customers tell us what they want, and we try to give it to them, and. Um, and, and, and it's a very nice position to be in, but a uh, lot of hard work from this team. Um, I like to like to think is is that the you know we have we have you know basically you can get somebody a real person either through chat or on the phone um, basically 24/7 uh, if you have a have an issue. Uh, we like to think our lines and our specialized content for the spe- uh, for the state of Arkansas has a lot to do with that. Um, also, so um, and uh, and and hey, we got to listen to our customers and give them what they want. And if you give them what they want, they'll play with you. So it, it's a pretty easy formula for us, but not always easy to do with the technology that we've got today and and all the all that goes with it. But uh, it sure is fun uh, getting it done. Now, you still have your NBA specials, and and these these are the things that you're talking about. I mean, we can talk about the yeah. the, the the games involving Arkansas or any of the other in-state universities where you really won't be able to find many odds on. On like Arkansas softball or UCA right. women's basketball, that kind of thing. But with all of the Razorbacks that are playing in the NBA right now, I mean, you have you basically have a choice day by day of of picking some prop bets for former Razorbacks in the NBA, and you got another one out oh, there yeah. for uh, games tonight. Yeah, and they're and, and they're very popular. Uh, people like following. Uh, the hogs that have moved on to the NBA, um, and and I mean last year you had three drafted. I mean that's 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 pretty darn good, uh, you know, uh, any year for any team. So I mean it's it's it you know that the passion of the Arkansas fans is is makes my job just a little bit easier because I don't have to worry about five or six different pro teams if I can concentrate on the Arkansas uh, and and the and the in state teams. You know, uh, you know that that that's where their passion is. So uh, it, it makes my job a little easier, but also. You know, that means I have to develop content because, you know, the cookie-cutter uh, odds feeds and things like that don't necessarily put out specialized content, especially on, on NCAA. So we have to get creative and, and, and take the bull by the horns and uh, create that content ourselves. And, and, it, and it's actually fun doing it uh, also. Um, also, you're talking about the NBA. Uh, how will LeBron James score his 40,000 uh, uh, career regular season point? Uh, and, and, and that one's getting some traction, too, whether it's going to be a, a three-point field goal a two-point field goal or a free throw. So uh, that's coming up here uh, pretty soon. He's, he's approaching that milestone. Neil, did I see you tweet about this? I saw somebody kind of on uh, on Twitter um, lauding Bet Sarazen for, uh, for, I think it was in the casino, and you had answered Bet. Do you also run the table games at Sarazen Casino? 
Yeah, I do have that privilege. Basically, I run all forms of gambling at Saracen except for the slot machines themselves. Well, slot machines is you know where most of our you know where most of our action is, and that's a big job. But anything else uh, that that's that's gaming related uh, falls under my leadership, and uh, I'm privileged to be able to lead the groups that that head up those areas. But yeah, I'm I'm over the table games department and the sports book. It's a little overwhelming uh, sometimes, but hey, it is a lot of fun. You know, no no day is the same and uh, table games is where all of my background is in and um, I just got lucky and uh, when, when PAPSA was repealed uh, they came to me to uh, to start up a sports book at my at my previous spot and that's what got me into sports betting and, and I have not looked back and, and, and being able to come to Arkansas and launch mobile betting here and uh, and help this sports book has been the jewel of my crown um, of, of what I've been able to accomplish and um you know, it, it, it is a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. And um, um, when you get somebody that gives you unsolicited feedback like that and compares you with a huge casino operation there in Florida and says, we're better here right here in Palm Bluff, Arkansas, yeah, that is humbling also, and, and, and I appreciate that and, and, and the group that we've been able to uh, to put do what we've been able to do here. So, well, we've got a text in from uh, from Leon on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. He had a question asking if the app, if, if Bet Sarazen might have plans at some point to have Texas Hold'em on the app. So, I mean, I've, I've you know, obviously that's a table game. I, I didn't realize yeah. that'd be something maybe you could put on on an app. Yeah, you can, and there are several states that do have it, and I'm not going to never say never, but online poker, uh, and actually I run the poker room too, and I actually started in the casino business uh, as a uh, poker dealer, so uh, I know poker pretty well. Online poker is is, a, is an interesting animal. It, it's really, really hard just to run an online poker uh, site with just one state. Uh, we would have to get on what is called the multi-state compact to pull all of those players together to make it worth its while. Um, and, and, and as this thing grows and as internet gaming grows, um, I do see it coming, but just not right now. I don't know how far in the future that it would be, but um, in order for it to be successful, Arkansas would have to join the multi-state compact so you can play from people from Nevada, Michigan, New Jersey, so you have enough player pools to make the tournaments and the cash games uh, 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 worth your while. But yeah, I'm not saying never, but not right now. Do you deal blackjack too, or is it just poker? Oh, no. I've dealt, I've dealt every game in the casino uh, except for some of these newer carnival games that have come out in the next, you know, last few years, like High Card Flush or uh, I Love Suits, you know, some of these novelty games that come out. But, yeah, I mean, that's – I think I attribute a lot of that my success is, is because I have basically held every position in the table games department and, you know – you know, for the most part, the sports book. So I have been there on the front lines operationally, and now that I'm in the management side of it, I have a full 360 perspective. And and, and before I got into gambling, I was a gambler. So uh, uh, I even have a little bit of insight from the from the gambler's perspective too. So uh, treat people right and give them what they want, and it's and it's not a hard job, but. Uh, but it's with technology. It's a, it's a little bit more tricky than it used to. You be. know, in baseball, we would call you utility player. Then that if you've done it all, if you've been on every side of everything, then you'd be a utility player. Um, blackjack would be my game if I do go to a casino. But I probably have that look because it's been a minute since I played. I probably have that yeah. look of somebody that's going to hit at the wrong time, upset everybody at the table that's next to me. You, do you have a kind of a sense when you see the look on somebody's face that they're going to hit on the wrong spot? 
Yeah, you do. But, you know, I tell people all the time, if somebody, they're not taking your card. It's a random card that's coming out. And, uh, you know, it's funny that you get, I call them table captains that try to run the whole table. But, you know, you're playing your own money. And I tell people, play the money the way you feel. And if you feel like you need to take a hit, take a hit. If you don't want to take a hit, don't. And if you don't know, ask the dealer, and they'll tell you what the book says. I can't, I can't, uh-huh. give, we're not supposed to give advice on, on how to play each individual hand, but we can tell you what the mathematical book says and, and help you along there. But when you go and play blackjack, go and play for fun and play your game. Just like when you're doing sports betting. Make your pick that you think, and not necessarily live to all of your friends in the news. Go with your gut, and, and, and I think you'll do better in the long run. And, and, of course, if you have a little data to back up your gut, that doesn't hurt either, or a little research. But uh, that, that main thing with sports gambling is is keep it fun and keep it entertaining. And, uh, hey, if you're at a table with somebody you don't like, go to a different table. Don't let them ruin your trip, ruin your, your thing. So uh, that's why I look at it. Hey, it looks like you guys um, later on next week might be offline for a little bit. What is it you guys are upgrading on the Bet Saracen platform? Yeah, we're doing a, a, a big uh, uh, behind-the-scenes upgrade. Matter of fact, this upgrade is so encompassing, you're going to have to download the new app uh, um, or do the update to the app uh, uh, before you'll be able to get back on the site. And that's, that's not necessarily unusual. But um, once we uh, uh, upgrade the system, we will push out. And if you log in under the old, app, um, under the, uh, old version of the app, it's going to make you upgrade before you can log on. Uh, that is going to be big because it's going to greatly enhance our same game parlay capability. That's the number one thing that we've kind of uh, uh, been taking a little bit longer to get because we wanted to get it right. You're going to be able to parlay a lot more. And we've redesigned the bet slip to where if you make a parlay and it's not same game parlayable, it will separate it to what is parlayable. And, and, and what is not. So you can make your bet a lot easier. Uh, I don't want to go too far down it because when, when you see it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, we did a lot of research, and I actually delayed the, um, the upgrade a couple of times because it just wasn't quite right and uh, got some feedback from some of our key players, and uh, we're excited to, to turn that loose uh, sometime next week. Well, right now it's scheduled for Wednesday uh, morning, and, and, and we'll get that one out. So uh, just in time for March Madness and the tournaments. Neil, let's leave it there. Appreciate your time. We'll visit again next Friday, okay? All right. Sounds great. Everybody bet with your head and not over it. Keep sports betting fun and entertaining, and good luck on all your picks, and uh, check out those specials. There's a lot of fun ones with Arkansas out there. You're listening to the Eastside Liquor Halftime Podcast. Check out the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast at hitthatline.com. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.